Hello and welcome to the Accelerate Your Legacy podcast, where we talk all things money and money mindset. My name is Laura Sexton. I am a trusted financial coach and money mindset specialist. My goal with this podcast is to encourage and inspire you as you set out on a financial journey that eliminates stress and amplifies freedom. Today is the day you stop paying for your past and start saving for your future. If you're looking for more peace in your finances and margin in your budget, you've come to the right place. Hey, Accelerators, welcome to this bonus episode where we are going to talk about the book, Die With Zero, Getting All You Can From Your Money and Your Life by Bill Perkins. I had originally heard about this book from my husband. He recommended it as something that I might enjoy reading, and he was totally right. I definitely did, but I also heard about it on the Dana Perino podcast. I don't know if you know her. She had a Vishla named Jasper, and she called him America's dog. She was the press secretary for George W. Bush, and just a really wonderful woman. And I love learning from her, and her podcast is called Everything Will Be All Right. Anyway, so she interviewed Bill Perkins, and he was talking about this idea of spending all of your money before you die, just using everything you can before the end of your life. I have mixed feelings about this. So I was really looking forward to diving into this book. I want to be able to leave a legacy based on what I do with my life day to day, but also leave something for the future. Also have plenty of money to live on as I get older and older. And so I was really torn when reading this book on what I'm thinking, because I agree with a lot of what he says, and I disagree with a lot of what he says. And I would love to hear from you guys. Have you read this book, Die With Zero? Would you read this book? Is this interesting to you? I would love to hear your thoughts. I'm going to give you some of mine. On page five, Perkins says, what I am an advocate for is deciding what makes you happy and then converting your money into the experiences you choose. Now, I'm 100% on board with this, and I think Bill Perkins is absolutely right. You get to make money to allow it to give you a rich and abundant life and a life filled with experiences and people that you want to fill it with. Now, for some people, that's traveling. For Bill Perkins, he talks a lot about, well, you can't travel, you can't go up all these steps, you can't do all these things when you're old. Some of that may be true, but my life, my experience travels great, but there are other things that I want to have in my life and I want to be filled with. And one of those things is family. We used to go to my grandparents' house all the time and they had a legacy of just creating this space of joy and fun. And I want to be able to do that with my grandkids. I want to do that with my kids. I want to have a place where we are able to have the latest video games. We're able to have friends over. We have a fridge in the garage. I don't know about you guys, but growing up, that was like the pinnacle of upper middle class to me. Like you had to be rich to have a refrigerator in your garage. Like, whoa, I want one of those. And I want to have all the snacks. And I want to have a place where my kids want to come and gather. And they'll sit around the kitchen island while I make food for them. I would love to have that. I'm an advocate for deciding what makes you happy and then converting your money into 
the experiences you choose. That could be travel. That could be staying home. Whatever it is you want your money to do for you, that's why we have money. We don't get more money just to have more money. We work, we earn money so that we can have the life that we want. Later in the book, Perkins talks about shifting goalposts. On page 42, he says, for some people, it is just easier to keep doing what you've been doing, especially when what you've been doing continues to reward you with society's universal form of recognition for a job well done, aka money. Now, I love this definition of money. Society's universal form of recognition for a job well done. Rabbi Daniel Lappin says they're certificates of appreciation with president's faces on them. I love that. We don't make money just to make money. I just said that about the last point. And when we serve our customers, we make money. When we do a good job, we make money. But there's more to life than more. Let me say that again. When we are working to make money and we are striving to create this rich and abundant life, There's more to life than just getting more. And this is what Perkins is talking about with these shifting goalposts. We can't say, okay, well, when I reach a million dollars, I'll be happy. And then reach a million dollars and be like, well, two would be better. I can't, well, I can't stop working until I hit $2 million. In America, for some reason, we have this idea of a shifting goalpost. Things are constantly moving. We can't just get to a point and be happy. And a lot of that has to do with our inability to remain content. We need to practice gratitude so that we can practice contentment. And when we are content with what we have, we don't have to keep striving for more. On page 45 of the book, Perkins says, if you don't want to squander your life energy, you should aim to spend all of your money before you die. We should use our energy to make money so that we can enjoy it. I agree 100%. And according to Bloomberg, only 48% of employees use their vacation days. We have created in America a culture of work. Hard work is a good thing, but not at the expense of living your best life. I want you to work hard and I want you to strive and I want you to hit your goals and I want you to achieve millionaire status. And I want you to be able to be outrageously generous and to retire into a lovely life. But that doesn't mean you should skip your vacation days. And that doesn't mean that you should not go on trips with your kids. And that doesn't mean I'm going to work, 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 work right now. And I'm going to not take my vacation days. I'm just going to power through and I'm going to do everything I can today because in the future, I'll be able to experience good things. Perkins is right when he says that when you're 65, you're going to have a harder time traversing the streets of Rome than you would when you're 20. I agree with that. I want you to have the big life experiences when they're best for you. Don't skip your vacation days. Save up money so that you can go on a good vacation while you still want to. I don't want you to miss out on the best parts of life. Perkins implies that memory dividends trump actual dividends. Now, a case could be made for this. Like I said before, we want you to go on those memory-invoking trips. Like, that's wonderful. However, Perkins says that eventually you'll be too old to enjoy your money. Going so far as to say you'll be too frail to do much of anything. I don't like this thinking. I don't like it at all. Look, you could lose your legs at 20 and not be able to go walk the streets of Rome. I get that. 
And eventually you're too old to go swim in the ocean for far long distances. I get that. But does anything else only mean travel? According to Bill Perkins, the only thing that he wants to do in his life is travel. Those are the only experiences that matter to him. But what other meaningful experiences might you have? What other meaningful things could happen in your life? What other meaningful things do you want to do? I want to have a space where my kids and my grandkids and their friends and our whole family gather. That's what I want to spend my money on. I want to help with charities and I want to be outrageously generous and sponsor missionaries and and do all of these things for all of these people. I want to buy a single mama car. I have a strong desire for my business to every year buy a single mama car. I want to do that. I want to find a woman pumping gas at the local gas station. She's got three kids screaming in the back seat, and I want to walk up to her and be like, hey, can I buy you guys dinner tonight? Because I see you struggling. I know what that's like, and I want to be able to just be generous with you. That's a worthy cause. That's worth spending your money on, and I can do that when I'm 65. I can do that when I'm 85. You see, the older I get, the more meaningful any of my experiences are, and it doesn't just have to be travel. Chapter two, Perkins glamorizes getting a loan from a loan shark to take a trip. I don't want you borrowing money for a vacation ever. You should save up for them and then spend the money that you have budgeted for the trip while you're on the trip. It gives you a huge amount of peace to know that you are allowed to spend your money, you should spend your money. It feels good. But I especially don't want you borrowing money at such higher risk or investment. A loan shark? Really? Going to a payday lender? Some payday lenders have up to an 800% interest. That's disgusting. Those should not be legal, and I'm shocked that they are still. Do not put sorrow on top of a blessing. Your vacation should be a blessing. There should be no sorrow added. Perkins also says that you should give when you have it to give. I agree. Give and give often. Create a culture of giving in your family. Teach your children to be givers. Now, Perkins also says that you shouldn't wait to give money. You shouldn't hold it. You should give it when they have the need. That's fine. Create a culture of giving in your family. And the amount that you give will grow abundantly because that's who you are and it's what you're focused on. Perkins gives a story in the book of a lady who struggled. She was divorced. She had a lot going on. And then she cleaned up her life and she got remarried and she was doing much better. And then she inherited money from her parents when they passed. And the lady said, well, this would have been so much better for me when I was struggling to get this money when I was struggling than when I when I was older and I didn't really need it. We don't know the whole story here. Perkins is trying to say that her parents did a bad thing by letting her inherit money when she was older. But they may have had a reason to not give it to her when she was younger. Maybe when she was struggling, she was struggling because she had a drug problem. Maybe when she was younger, she was struggling because she refused to keep a job. Not she couldn't, but she didn't want to. We don't know the whole story and the reason why they didn't. So I feel like this one case study is not really a good point that he is making. I get that when my children are growing up, when they're in their 20s and they're having a hard time, I want to have money to give them. I want to be able to lavish my children with gifts. I want to make sure that they are hard workers. 
and that they don't think I'm just going to cover for them all the time. I want them to have a sense of ownership of their life, but I also want to be able to take my kids on a Disney cruise if I feel like it. So I understand why he shared the story of this lady who was struggling, who could have used the money when she was struggling, and maybe she's 100% pure, and the parents really did a bad thing by not giving her that money when she was struggling, but they may have actually helped her. They may have given her a reason to get her feet underneath herself again. They may have given her a reason to clean up her life and do better, and then they let her inherit the money. I talked about this already, but Perkins fixates on this idea of being too old to do things in retirement, so you should spend time and money while you're young. I want to ask you, are travel and experiences all there is, or is there something more to life? My grandparents enjoyed a quiet, simple, and happy existence. My grandpa got to go golfing whenever he felt like it. My grandma got to hang out at church and with our church friends. They got to do what they wanted, and they were happy. I don't have to travel to Paris every year to be happy. I don't have to buy fancy shoes to be happy. So I want you to think about that. What legacy do you want to leave? What money do you want to spend now that will keep you from doing something later in life? And what money do you want to save now that will keep you doing something enjoyable later in life? Our legacy is more than dollars. It is. It's more than your bank account. Create a legacy of hard work. Hard work gives us a purpose. Hard work gives us meaning. Develop that culture in your family and in your children. Our legacy can be enjoying time and adventures together. Yes, but there's more to life than just travel and just spending time doing crazy adventures things. Create a legacy of generosity. Generosity with your time and generosity with your money. I want to know, can we do both? Can we get everything we can out of our life and money while we're living and also have something to leave to our children upon our passing? Can getting all we can from our life and money mean saving for experiences, giving, and retirement? Can we give to our kids now and when we die? Can we teach our kids to live debt-free? So that their money can be focused on the future and on fun and on abundance. I feel like Perkins has so many great points. He wants you to live your best, fullest, richest, most abundant life. I do too. I want that for you. My question is, can we do both? I think we can. I think that we can live for today and have a rich, abundant life today. And also be prepared to care for ourselves in the future. Also be at the point where we didn't have to give every single cent we had up until our dying day. Perkins can get really, he can get really morbid. He's got a death countdown on his phone. I don't want to live that way. I just don't. I want to live with hope for the future. With reckless abandon for the future. Guys, I want to hear your thoughts. Have you read this book? Are you going to read the book now that you've heard me talk about it? Do you have answers to any of my questions? I put so many of them out there today. I want to hear your thoughts. Feel free to reach out to me. Either send me a DM on Instagram at Accelerate Your Legacy or shoot me an email, laura at accelerateyourlegacy.com. Thanks for being here with me for this episode. You guys all go out and make a difference. 
Thank you for spending some of your most precious resource, your time, working on yourself today. But don't just listen to the show. Implement something you heard. If you found a piece of today's show valuable, chances are you have a friend who will too. So please share this with them. And if you feel led, please rate and review the podcast to help spread the word. Remember, the legacy you leave is not just dollars and cents in a bank account, but the tools, habits, mindset, and reputation you leave behind. If you have questions or need encouragement, send me a DM on Instagram at Accelerate Your Legacy or check out the resources listed in the show notes. I'll be back next week. Bye for now.